It certainly is one of those days that after a long, long time, I sit with Rumi because sometimes when nothing else seems to click, I return to Rumi and I seek refuge in his poetry. And I thank Coleman Barks, my deepest heartfelt gratitude to this translator, who spent decades of his life trying to work with poems Rumi's written. And this one that spoke to me today, the page that opened in front of me to guide me, show me the light, to tell me what my next podcast episode should be about is Wooden Cages. I may be clapping my hands, but I don't belong to a crowd of clappers. Neither this nor that. I'm not a part of a group that loves flute music, or one that loves gambling or drinking wine. Those who live in time descended from Adam, made of earth and water. I'm not part of that. Don't listen to what I say as though these words came from an inside and went to an outside. Your faces are very beautiful, but they are wooden cages. Your faces are very beautiful, but they are wooden cages. You'd better run from me. My words are fire. I have nothing to do with being famous or making grand judgments or feeling full of shame. I borrow nothing. I don't want anything from anybody. I flow through human beings. Love is my only companion. When union happens, my speech goes inside toward shams. At that meeting, all the secrets of language will no longer be secret. At that meeting, all the secrets of language will no longer be secret. Now, when I read through this poem, there were several things that came through my mind. So many aha moments of identification because uh, when he says, yeah, I may be clapping my hands, I'm not part of the clappers, I'm not part of the crowd. There are days when I disconnect from people and I'm sure you must have felt it too. There are times when you just disconnect with everybody around you and you just sit and you quietly become something else. And I know what that is. That is an observer. A disconnected, totally removed observer who's watching everything as if it's a dream passing you by. And yes, you can love the flute music. But you don't love gambling. You don't love drinking wine. You're not part of any of these groups. And... You've not descended from time. You're not made of earth and water. This is actually the moment of recognition to where you come from. This is a remembering that Rumi refers to, remembering our very true essence, that we are timeless beings. We've just come onto this planet to experience this charade, to take part in this joyful, beautiful journey of being flesh and water being earth and water, and we 
can feel these words coming from somewhere deep inside and exiting and making their way to an outside. So many times I find when I'm journaling that these words are born deep inside, but they make their way outside and they they just flow into the ether. And these words, they, they belong not to me, but to the source that speaks them. I've felt that in several podcast episodes. I've marveled at people who are able to journal and they are actually doing an automatic writing. They're taking notes from a divine source. Rumi writes this experience in such beautiful clarity and beautiful poetic language. And that's why when he looks at the made-up faces with doubt expressions which are forced, with joy and tears that are masks that they wear, just like the ones we see AI designing for us, just like layers and layers of filters. That's why he calls them wooden cages. And he also issues the warning that we must heed, run away from me, run from me, my words are fire. I have nothing to do about being famous. Now, I have been battling with this question for the longest time. What about all the influential age that we are going through? Isn't that what we are all aspiring to be, influencers? Followed and our lives scrutinized, our tiniest moves copied. And we want to set the trends, we want to be in vogue, we want to be the ones who are defining everything around us. And yet, and yet we are shallow and happy and wakened. Because we are trapped inside these wooden cages. And Rumi, way back in the 13th century, recognized these wooden cages that still entrap us. And he also tells us that he doesn't want to be famous, he doesn't want to make grand judgments or feelings of shame. He says, I borrow nothing. And if you can live without shame, that means you are an absolute self-love. If you can live without grand judgments, then you know the essence of oneness. That there are no separating boundaries between you and I. That is the most ecstatic state to be of non-separation, non-judgment and feeling no shame at all. How can you and I have shame from each other when we are one? And he says, I borrow nothing. I don't want anything from anybody because there's no, there's no relevance of anything to be borrowed in this beautiful spirit of oneness when we can just flow through life through these transient little exchanges where you're the giver and I'm the receiver and then I'm the receiver, you're the giver. This give and take is nothing but a transaction of energy. It's just a pure, beautiful barter of love. And he says, love is my only companion, and it truly is. Love is the only companion. When that happens, my speech goes inside to word shams. 
We could treat Shams as nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Not his friend, but Shams is the companion we're all looking for. The true soulmate. Rumi keeps circling back to Shams like planets circle back to the sun that they rotate around. A comet tail chases its own tail like a mad dog. But everything is bound by a beautiful secretive force of gravity. The planets, the solar systems, the galaxies, everything is spinning. The mysterious force of gravity spins them all into oneness, holds them together, this invisible glue, and, ladies and gentlemen, you and I translate in human form this very energy as love. Remember circling your beloved. Whether you're getting married, it's a sacred fire, it's the altar. There is a sense of circling. There's always a coming back home to love, to your own very shams. And that's where, at that meeting, all secrets of language will no longer be secret. And how smooth and easy, how absolutely obvious is this? Trapped inside our wooden cages, we all crave freedom. We all crave a shams. We all want to be non-judgmental. Feeling oneness, asking for nothing, liberated and free of all desire. Then Rumi puts it so beautifully. I express my deep gratitude again for this message. And whosoever needs it, whosoever heeds it, whosoever feels it, whosoever draws it to themselves, may this reach them. And God bless you. I send you my love.